Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into odds and ends on today's episode. What's this? What's this? It's super califragilistic, expialidocious. What is this? A whole new world. What is this? Odds and ends can mean a lot of things. Uh, you know, I'm getting this, I'm recording this episode after when I was supposed to have this out. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, what ended up happening was uh, my girlfriend and I went to the zoo and had a lot of fun at the zoo. So I'm not like, you know, really that upset about it, but or about, about specifically missing the uh, quote unquote deadline. But I'm I'm excited, or I'm I'm just gonna kind of like sum up some stuff that I've been kind of like working on and like messing around with uh, over the past week or so, and uh, talk about that. So first thing, uh, if you frequent the website, uh, you will notice a couple of things have changed on the website th- themselves. That. Um, I previously only had three categories for episodes slash posts on the website, statistics, reviews, and general. Uh, But now, any episode that is a scavenger hunt-specific episode uh, will come up uh, in the scavenger hunt tab, if my internet works, and I can explain it better. There we go. Yes, so scavenger hunt. uh, It'll now show all the scavenger hunt episodes, um, newest to oldest. And uh, the scavenger hunt superlatives will be a separate link within that, uh, which are all still there and accurate. Uh, it has been a while since uh, we've had a scavenger hunt episode. As I said last last time I addressed this, you know, we haven't really made much progress, but we are going to finish those movies, uh, Catherine and I, and finally put out a scavenger hunt review episode. It is going to come. Uh, I just appreciate Appreciate you guys being patient about that. Thank you. Uh, secondly, there is the Monthborn Actors tab now at the top, if you look for that. And that doesn't lead you to the episodes. So uh, when you click on the Monthborn Actors tab, or if you just put your cursor over it, you'll see 12 options from each month. Uh, so if you go to September, either go to the September dropdown or click on the September one. Uh, you can, it'll show you a new page with the current and most recent top 10 as far as the episode went for that month. So if you look at it this month, or look at it right now, it'll show you 2017, uh, Tom Hardy, number one, Bill Murray, number two, Ian Holm, Madeline Kahn, Michelle Williams, Gwyneth Paltrow, Toby Jones, Keanu Reeves, Bonnie Hunt, Patty Considine. And then within each of those, so for Tom Hardy, it'll also say, you know, he was 14th overall, 19 films, 76 average film rating, 44 value, 121 score. And, you know, if I'm looking at my spreadsheet, uh, I think that's still, uh, that's not accurate. So he's now 13th overall, same film, same film rating, same value, same score, but somebody above him has now dropped below him. Uh, so basically what the idea here is, as far for now, while I've only done one episode from each of these months, from 2017, 
I'm going to, uh, if you go back, you can go back as far as March, which is when I put out the first Monthborn episode. And it'll show you the top 10. It'll have these this information for everyone as best as I can glean from uh, going back and listening to the episode myself. And so, for example, if you go to March, the statistics are 100% except for Brendan Gleason, which, from what I could tell, and again, I was kind of skipping a little bit, so I might have skipped over the actual point in which I explained what this was, but I don't know what place he was overall as of that episode. And since then, things have changed, so I'm not sure... You know, if he's fluctuated up or down or what that or whatever. And so, firstly, uh, this is good for because it'll be a lot easier for me to look back at this than it will be for me to kind of go back and listen to the previous episode before recording next year's March Born episode. This way I can say, okay, well, Catherine Keener, she was first place last year with this many films. Uh, Her average film rating has gone up. I've seen three more films from her, this, that, and the other thing. And so that gives it easier, makes it easier for me to sort of gauge the difference over things. Then once that next episode has come out, so the second Marshborn Actors episode, um, I'm not sure how I'm going to format it on the page, but you know my intention would be to see, you know, to track just how long certain actors can stay on the top ten, how many of them are improving. Uh, you know, so uh, I'm not sure how I'll be if I'll be able to format it this way, but you know, offhand, I would say something like I'd leave the 2017 list where it is, and then in a column to the right of this, there would be the 2018 column where it would say Catherine Keener is still one, no change. Uh, Michael Caine is now third, and Brendan Gleason is now second, and so it would show that change. And you know, if a statistic has gone up. You know, it might be colored one way, and if it's gone down, it might be colored a different way. Uh, That kind of thing. And then, you know, there might be, I might add another page for the Monthborn Actors, be like biggest jump or uh, highest debut, which would only count from the second month. So, you know, because Catherine Keener, quote unquote, debuted the first at number one. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? Um... If you go to any of the months that I haven't done an episode for yet, it'll just say TBD. And currently, <coughs> excuse me, September and August and July have incomplete statistics. Uh, I haven't quite finished uh, going back into my previous episodes and tracking down all the statistics for these uh, for these actors. As of then, I can't just look at the spreadsheet now because it's changed a little bit. So I'm going to get to that, but uh, it's it all. I gotta find the time, and I have plenty of time. I just you know, it's the kind of like, well, I could do that, or I could watch another movie. I could just be watching a movie. So I generally choose to watch a movie most of the time. So that's those are kind of the biggest changes with the website proper uh you can check out the 2017 circle film awards pay uh link that has been updated and is up to date right now um up through the most recent change uh to uh, the nominations which is two nominations for stronger uh jake gyllenhaal 
slotting in for male lead performance and uh, Tatiana Maslany slotting in for best female supporting performance. So some changes there. Uh, other changes that I don't think I've come up yet. Uh, Captain Underpants theme enters the best original song race. Uh, let's see here. Um, I did mother. Mother, mother, mother. Wind River, Brigsby Bear, Stronger, Ghost Story, Spider-Man, It, Get Out, Atomic Blonde, Good Time. <clears throat> um, yeah, so that's that's up to date and ready to go. Uh, currently, looking at the Circle of Film Awards right now, uh, you've got five films with five nominations. Uh, the Big Sick, Dunkirk, A Ghost Story, Mother, and Logan. And only one film above that, and that's War for the Planet of the Apes with seven. Uh, but, you know, a lot of films to go. Uh, we're going to be seeing Battle of the Sexes tonight, and so I'm excited for that. And we'll get see. I've heard a lot of good things about Emma Stone, so I'm, I'm very looking forward to that because I, I, I like Emma Stone. And personally, I think her win last year was suspect, but I've heard she's even better in this. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe this is where it's supposed to be. Maybe this is that. Maybe that was a precursor for her performance in this year. Okay, moving on from the website. Uh, another big thing that I was that's going to be actually become a big change going forward. Uh, the Patreon is getting somewhat of a redux. Uh, I'm going to reduce the cost of pretty much everything uh, in in it so uh so some of the things so currently it scales all the way up to a hundred dollars or more per month and i'm going to scale it down to i think about 30 being the highest and give or take i don't know the exact numbers right now uh there are because they're only let's see Mufasa, simba Rafiki's Gar, Nala, Timon, Zazu, Sarabi, Pumba, Shenzi, Benzai. So there's 12 tiers. So offhand, I'm thinking something along the lines of like Twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Yeah, that sounds about something along those lines. Uh, so, pretty. So, pretty much everything is going to be cheaper than it was now. Uh, and so, if that wasn't caught, that was uh, you know, if that was at all factoring into your decisions. Uh, you can check that out. See if the new price points are more agreeable. Um, but you know, just kind of like trying to think about it the difference the the reasoning the bit most the biggest reason is that i think for the most part the rewards are uh kind of like one-time things you know outside of the abilities to vote in the commentary poll uh you really don't get much more than that you know that's something that's lasting that will last forever but for the most part all of these things are like uh, you know, you get to 
influence the next episode of this thing. You get to do this thing. You get uh, one episode of this thing. And I think those are, I think that's a good, those are good rewards and stuff, but they're not, you know, after the first month, you don't see the impact from your contribution. And so at price points like $30, $40, $50, I think that it's a little high. I think it's high. I just think it's high. It's all high. It's a little too, it's a little expensive because I'm trying to think like, would I pay this much money for this thing every month? Mm, probably not so really high so we're gonna lower that i'm gonna take care of that and make that cheaper because it's a lot of money it's a lot of money um so mm, let's see here if we talked about those things then the third thing third big thing on the docket today is I'm going to try and introduce a new type of episode to the show. And for those of you who have been listening for a while, I have often referenced and referred to the Cinerealists podcast, the Cinerealists Fantasy Movie League, the Cinerealist hosts themselves, James and Zach. And there there's a couple reasons for that well first is you know i really enjoy their podcast you know i highly recommend everybody check it out i think their banter and their sensibilities i think are very good and i like listening to them you know i listen to every episode they've ever made and likewise i had already prior to starting my own podcast taken it upon myself to watch each of their top 200 films uh, the ones I hadn't seen. And so I have an entire page on my spreadsheet devoted to completing this. I am currently seven films away from having finished their top 200s completely. And at that point, maybe. So there's kind of a hitch. The hitch is that they are just about to put out their 300th episode and they've toyed and teased about possibly doing the next 100 films in their top lists, so going down to their top 300, which might also include revising their top 200s, which is great and fine, uh, you know, because I've done that myself with my own movies, you know. Some movies are initially amazing, and then you get a little time perspective, maybe you revisit them, and they kind of drop a little bit, and so if that if these change, that's fine. I'll, I'll adjust things accordingly. But all in all, if, if they do do that, then I will have to postpone this episode for a while. But the idea I have is what I would be do, deeming kind of a dual or versus episode. And what I mean by that is I'm going to take Zach and James' top two or 300 movies and on my spreadsheet i've pitted them against each other based on their placement so uh, if we're looking at this for example just take a random uh look here if we look at their 133rd ranked films uh, for james that film is birdman and for zach that film is schindler's list uh, both great films in my opinion and in an episode a duel or versus episode um, I will have gotten to this matchup 
and kind of in a boxing wrestling style format pit the two movies against each other now i'm ranking them and they're dueling based on my personal ranking of them but i don't want it to be such a you know i'm not going to go into like five minutes talking about each of these movies because frankly that's just way too much time and i don't like i'm not if i spent five minutes on every single movie on this list i would be here for you know eight hours just trying to get through talking about these movies let alone like comparing and contrasting them against each other so um so for for currently what the the plan i'm working on is to so for this one i would say there'd be i don't know it'd be something along the lines of you know birdman's uh you know birdman might be old now but you know he still packs a punch and he still knows better than you know he still has a longer list than schindler blah 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 puns and etc and uh you know, and ultimately ending it up with, you know, Birdman wins, James uh, moves, you know, moves James to whatever the current score would be, you know, maybe that's 30 to 33. So now James gains a point, he's up higher, etc. That kind of thing. And I would do that with every single matchup. And so in my head, I'm thinking I'm gonna have to script all of these rounds because I don't think I'm going to be able to sort of off the cuff sort of come up with little nuggets and and phrases between the two of these movies without taking the taking a second to like look at look them up and figure out what they sort of uh reinvigorate my memory of these movies and and what's what they're about and like specific scenes from them and I'll be going through and sort of in a scoring is sort of like a score so you know if there's 200 movies if you know a tie would be 100 to 100 and if somebody breaks over 100 that person wins and that's where the dual versus element comes into play now if they do put out their next 100 films i would add those to this list and i'd postpone this episode that i put out until i've seen all of those movies as well uh, hopefully they're i mean there's a good chance that they're movies i've seen anyway but um, i'm sure that will add that would add a couple more films i hadn't seen to this list as it turns out so i'm kind of thinking about that outside of the cinerealists uh there are other ways i could do this uh, i could you know at some point take uh you know use uh, top 100s from you know fans who submit those kind of things or i could i would be possibly be able to find like um you know there's plenty so many lists on letterboxd if you just look and you know finding two lists of the same length i would watch all of them and then fight them against each other and i think like i think that could be super interesting and super cool you know, even so, even lists like uh, scavenger hunt lists, like my own scavenger hunt lists against themselves, you know, or maybe not scavenger hunt lists, but you know, something to the something along those lines, I would suggest 
uh, could be very interesting, could be very entertaining. You know, it's less, you know, these episodes would be far less about reviewing the movies, far less about the statistics behind the movies, uh, would, on one hand, uh, expand, probably expand your your guys's opinion of like what my film taste is because you know we're gonna go through hundreds of movies and look at all the different like genres and lengths and languages and years that they've come out in and just how my tastes vary from movie to movie decade to decade where you know in one circumstance maybe uh you know, looking at some of these here, you've got Moonrise Kingdom versus Snowpiercer, which is a really interesting matchup, or uh, Chronicle versus the Battle of Algiers, uh, the uh, Dallas Buyers Club versus the One I Love, Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King versus Spirited Away, um, Room versus The Usual Suspects, The Godfather versus True Romance. Uh, Rachel getting married versus Apollo 13. You know, these are films that don't generally get compared against each other. And I think that's interesting. I think that's that's something that's in, unusual. That's something that, that definitely adds an element of uh, uniqueness to things. So I, I'm interested in that. I'm looking forward to that. I hope I can kind of make that work and, and figure out how to do that going forward and We'll see if I do have to wait longer to put out this in a realist version. I'll probably find a different version, a different duel to do beforehand. Uh, mostly to kind of practice the format and see if I can really make that sort of thing work and how that would go. Um, so those are the three big things I wanted to kind of bring up this episode. I don't really have any movies I wanted to talk about. I've seen some stuff... I mean, I've seen plenty of movies recently, but the majority of them I'm watching in preparation for October and November's Monthborn Actors lists, as well as uh, just some 2017 movies. You know, I saw Gaga, Five Foot Two, the documentary on Netflix, and I, I liked that a lot. I thought it was really good. Uh, didn't quite become my favorite documentary of the year. Uh, didn't make any Circle of Film Award impacts, but I enjoyed that. I thought, I think Lady Gaga's a pretty compelling character and, and person to follow, particularly during this period of her career and life. Uh, so I'd kind of encourage you to check that out. Uh, I saw Stronger, which I'm pretty lukewarm on. I think it's good-ish. Uh, I mentioned that Maslani and Hall are in my Circle of Film Awards. You know, those are the reasons you go to see this movie. I think outside of them, it's not terribly compelling. You know, It's a pretty standard story. Uh, I watched Jerry before Seinfeld. Seinfeld's old man. He his his jokes have kind of aged, as it were. So there's not much to talk about in that respect either. And uh, you know, before that, you have Kingsman and Lego Ninjago, and I I've talked about those. So. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's not super much to talk about. Uh, you know, one went through the fantasy movie league. Uh, I guess I can just kind of brush up on that really quick. I said odds and ends. That's what this is. And looking at the league this month or this week, the top 
five, six, seven. The top six people all have different lineups. It isn't until you get to Perks Plex, number seven, who has the same lineup as Keel Music before you see a duplicate. And I see a lot of different anchor decisions between Kingsman and It and American Made. And then a lot of BP decisions between Stronger and American Assassin and Battle for the Sexes. So, man, I uh, something's movement's going to happen one way or another because there's there's just so much variety here, and uh, I expect there to be somebody new at the top. I don't think, I don't know, I, I don't think Rybone picked the uh, perfect Cineplex. I don't think he got it, and so I think somebody else did better than him. And if that somebody is Keel Music or Xanadu, then odds are they're the new number one after week five. So I'm uh, interested. And currently, looking at the most recent article email from Deadline. Uh, it looks like uh, Kingsman is looking at something between about 18 and a half million. Uh, the all-power it is currently edging. It is looking at something like 16 million. Wow, that's pretty high, actually. It at 16 would be pretty good. It doesn't change the lineup I had currently. Uh, American made down to 15. I had it at 15.5 in my predictions. And then... This is probably the last thing I want to talk about. If you, if you're not interested in fantasy movie league, uh, then there's probably not much more for you here. Uh, Flatliners, I man, I had it a lot higher than it's predicting right now. It's six and a half million. Whew, that's really low. Then you've got Battle of the Sexes. It's actually only looking at four million. Ooh, that's not good. That's bad. Maybe it'll move up. It's going to have to go up because that's not good for me. Because <laughs> I need it. I need to just barely eclipse like five, I think, to, for my lineup to win. Because um, right now, based on all the other numbers I have in here, which may or may not be accurate, that makes the perfect Cineplex three Kingsman, five American Assassin. And makes the current Cineplex I have one million behind that. Uh, and the only difference is Battle of the Sexes. So. Shit. Hmm. Well, damn, I shouldn't have. I fucking hedged. I fucking hedged. I hedged with that one screen of Battle of the Sexes, and I really shouldn't have done it. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, maybe American Assassin misses completely, so never know and maybe Balasex's boops up bumps up I am gonna see it tonight that'll add 20 or so dollars to it and we'll see so based on the current projections I'm looking at as far as the senior realists go you know Keel Music looks like he's in a really good position uh, I'm in decent position Perks Plex is in decent position anybody with uh, American Assassin looks really good but that's assuming that my number for American Assassin is accurate so We'll have to see. That's pretty much it. I, you know, like I said, this was kind of a 
potpourri episode, nothing really solid, uh, concrete to offer you guys. Uh, I'll be back with something more like that on Monday. Uh, sorry again for putting this episode out so late, but I was at the zoo. I saw all the animals. I saw tons of animals. Maybe I'll put pictures on the Patreon. Pictures on the Patreon. Animal pictures. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you have any comments, concerns, questions, or answers, you can send those to circleoffilm at gmail.com. If you want to check out more information about any of the things I already talked about, particularly the stuff referring to the website, head over to circleoffilm.com. And if you want to check out the changes that are going to be made for uh, the Patreon and you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash circleoffilm. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be to say goodnight. I know she'll never... Even as she fades from view So long, farewell, I'll be to say now